You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays, and you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy about prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked on MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays win their third game in a row, this time 8-3 to three over the LA Angels, improving to 16-15 and 15 on the year. And for the Rays, the, the bats came alive, the pitching came alive, and overall, a solid win. Yeah. And, and I just want to stress one thing about yesterday for everybody that loves the home run and don't care about the strikeouts that is happening across the league. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Putting the ball in play is crucial. Why? Because sometimes major league players are really awful defensively. And you could see that yesterday with the Angels. You put the ball in play and they could give you men on base. They could give you traffic. They could give you opportunities to score. So that is the biggest thing I took away from from yesterday. And I know that McClanahan pitched beautifully and Patino was exceptional, except for that that hanger that he left, the the best player of our generation. Right. Uh, But putting the ball in play can give you good results. I will take a Kiermaier ground out to second every time instead of a strikeout because that ground out to second can become a double that scores two men. I'm serious, Kevin. Putting the ball in play can give you good things. It's really amazing how some of the shaky defense we've seen from opposing teams so far this season, from the Athletics, from the Royals, from the Angels now. In fact, I'm about to call David Fletcher Whit Merrifield. He's the Whit Merrifield of this series, just booting balls left and right. The Yankees as well. And who knows, maybe it's early early on in the season. I don't know. But, I mean, the Rays, for the most part, have been – pretty darn good but yeah that angels defense up the middle there's not much range between fletcher and iglesias and then when they're kicking balls down the field and even the catcher max stassi like basic catching and receiving skills and inability to throw guys out and throwing over guys heads and that is where not only putting balls in play that is so so important for sure but pushing the issue pushing the issue a little bit with the athleticism and the base runners. You have the skill to be able to do that. You have guys like Margot and Arozarena and Brett Phillips and Kevin Kiermeyer and a defense that's already shaky as it is. 
and to just put more stress on them as a whole, I think that's a huge thing. And look, I know the Rays aren't a big stolen base team, but I don't mind seeing it. And, and if you pick your spots and, and do it in a smart way, I, I don't see any problem with that whatsoever. The four guys, I agree with you. Uh, the running game has to um, increase with this ball club because you just said four guys, Margot, Kiermaier, Rosarena and Phillips that should have the green light at any time. Right. I don't care if it's, if it's, if it's three Oh and Brandon Lau's at the plate or Austin Meadows is at the plate. If you're those four guys steal it. I don't care. They have enough speed to cause havoc on, on, on the defense, especially when the defense of the other team has shown that they really are not that, that sure handed. So Right. Yeah. Press the issue. Be dynamic on the bases. And and one of the biggest things about yesterday is not only putting the ball in play, but yeah, like that speed that you talked about, that first run. Well, Margot, if, if he doesn't have that speed, he doesn't um, he doesn't score uh, with yeah. with the seeing eye ground out that became a double with Kiermaier. That scored too. a Rosarina stealing second getting to third on an error and then Meadows putting the ball in play and Arozarena getting to home because of those two things, putting the ball in play contact is important. And then the speed on the bases. I think that's the biggest thing that we saw yesterday, but we can also talk about the the future of the rotation with McClanahan and Patino though. That is true. One, one other thing with that too, is when you do have guys that can run like Margot and Kiermaier, that just, Again, that's where putting the ball in play is so much more crucial. If you're Albert Pujols, okay, ground ball, you're, you're most likely going to be thrown out. But you force that shortstop or that second baseman to think about making the throw before they've actually collected it into their glove and made that transfer, that's where the mistakes happen. And it's not like, you know, on some of those balls, they weren't like totally, totally smacked. I mean, those were some of them routine plays. Even the the Kevin yeah. Kiermaier C9 single, I think that Albert Poole's kind of deked and probably should have just stayed where he was at first and, and allowed Fletcher to try to make the play there. But you take the runs where you can. And of course, later on, Austin Meadows sealing the deal with a couple couple big home runs there. Now with seven on the year, that's huge for them. And before we get to McClanahan, I just, look, the, the more that the Angels uh, and the Rays play, uh, so far in this series, it, it just goes to show that, look, this team, I think the Angels, they're, they're again going to be that team that finishes under 500. You got a couple great players, but that's yep. not going to be enough to do it. The pitching and the defense is too much, too much of a concern. And I don't think, I don't know if they have a really a, a big time solution to that anytime soon, because you look at their top prospects and their position players. I don't see a lot of high end pitchers on that front. And you've already got, I mean, what, a, a billion dollars tied up into the likes of Trout, Rendon, Pujols, Upton, et cetera. And that, that's a big, big problem down the line. And, and I think this is going to be a team where it's like, oh, wow, look at what Otani is doing. Oh, wow, look at what Trout's doing. And they finish like 77 and 85 or whatever it is. And, and that's yeah. going to be the way until they really, really invest into pitching and, or make some major trades down the line or something that's a cultural organization though that's yeah that's that's a a cultural organizational problem and they and and you can't fix that overnight so they they do have to you know i think break down their foundation because like you said it's always the same story it's always the same story they have a great lineup but you know the, the pitching and defense is just definitely not there 
takes more than a couple players to make it to the playoffs and be a successful team. That's for sure. But yeah, Shane McClanahan again was dazzling as he protected a one run lead. That was huge for him getting out of some jams, uh, attacked hitters. I think he understands that it's okay to pitch to contact uh, at times. I know you want to try to blow everything by a guy and try to get the the K's and the strikeouts and everything like that. But uh, it's tough for a guy to square up on that slider and that, that, fastball of his so just induce some sort of weak contact or a fly out or whatever it may be and and get get out of here and move on from there so I thought he was exceptional again I like that little hesitation that he has in his delivery as well so he was very very impressive Um, you know maybe uh, if Jose Iglesias had a protein shake in the morning or afternoon maybe that would have uh, erased that one on lead but you, you take it where you can get it with that 100%. 100%. And, and I, I agree with you. I think that, that, that comes with, you know, the, the maturity of, of a young pitcher. Like, yeah, he has really fun toys, a uh, 100 mile an hour fastball. That's fun. And then a 93 mile an hour slider. That's super fun. You don't have to blow them by guys. You know, if you just miss the barrel and, and, and let your defense do some work, which Willie Adamas had a really good play last night, uh, throwing out coming in, in into, um, and, and getting a guy at first uh, playing on, on the shift, uh, you know, you have your defense. You don't have that Angels defense. So it's okay to play right. a, a, a little bit um, to contact. But, yeah, he's he's a fun guy. He, he will be that Tyler Glass now must-watch TV. And behind him, Patino, I got I'm, – I'm telling you, I'm really loving the tandem starts with these young pitchers. I, and I really did like the Waka Hill um tandem as well of course Walker now going to the il and calling right. the Q, uh being recalled but i i love the the tandem you have enough arms each one can give you 60 pitches which will translate to seven innings probably total for the two guys i think that's fantastic but seeing mclanahan on the left side then patino uh, on the right side, I mean, you can just see the future rotation in 2022 lining up so nicely. If you're a race fan, you got Glass now, you got McClanahan, then you got Patino. Uh, you could get what? Joe Ryan, McKay, right. Chirinos, uh, Honeywell. Hello, <laughs> Yarbrough. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a nasty rotation in 2022. Oh, it's not uh, tandem starters anymore. It's hybrid pitchers, floating sequencing. Those are the new buzzwords and uh, don't tell MLB.com about that rotation because they, they believe that Tyler glass now for some reason will be traded at the trade deadline. I don't know where they're getting that, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But the the thing about Patino too, that you really got to like is his velocity really ticking up too. I think maybe his first Mm -hmm. appearance, he was maybe hovering around 94, 95 consistently. We saw 97, 98. So that was big for him going forward with that. And in the corners, and on the corner, and, and I really like when he's able to hit that lower corner on the right side, arm side with his fastball, that's that's lethal. I mean, if you can just pinpoint that fastball at 96, 97, that lower right corner for, for a right-handed hitter, that is, that you can't catch that. You, you can't do that. It's, it, it's really good stuff. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, I said amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Go to BuiltBar.com, check them out on Twitter, at Built underscore bar, 
And remember to use that promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals 1-5, to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. 1010 is a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today and rings sure to bring joy into her life. They're ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10, T-E-N, by B-Y, 10, T-E-N, only at BlueNile.com. Okay, Ulysses, one thing we wanted to get to was, of course, the first month of the very long MLB season is in the books, and we figured... Which Rays player do we think has most exceeded our expectations through April? We put it out on Twitter, got a lot of reaction and comments that we'll get to, but Ulysses, I'm very curious to hear uh, your answer on this of which player has exceeded your expectations the most after the first month of the MLB season. I think because of the horrid Horrid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, tradition that race fans have had to endure uh, with catchers. You know, Mungo, it, it, it has to be the catching tandem for me. Okay. Um, I had hope for Mejia, uh, but obviously there were question marks surrounding his, his defensive ability and his offensive prowess. You know, being traded twice, uh, you know, doesn't speak that highly of you. And uh, so there were question marks about his ability, especially after right. the 2020 season that he had. You know, I think I, I've, I've said many times what, I've, what I think about Zunino's production at the plate since joining the race. So it's a fluke. It's a take, fluke this year. He's gotten hot for 10 days and now he's going to go for 30 or something, right? Right. I mean, that, you, you know, not, not, not even before the, the season, everything before the season, you know how I felt ab- about his production at the plate, but... My goodness, that if you put them together right now, there might be one of the best catching mm-hmm. uh, tandems in all of major leagues. They're, they have an OPS right now, Kevin, nearing 800. I, I looked it up before the game yesterday and combined, they were like a 782. 782 OPS from your catching position from these two guys. Uh, it's been really... a. a um, a joy to watch these two guys stay rested. I love how Cash is actually managing uh, both of them. He's given Mejia, for example, yesterday, his game. You don't need Zunino. 
you know, to catch all those. You've right. got a guy like Mejia, get him there in the sixth inning and he gets a couple of bats. That I love how Cash is doing the catching tandem right now with them, keeping them fresh. BA has said this multiple times. He's keeping them fresh. He's keeping them um, in time. There's no three, four day lag between a start and, and, and another start. It, it's fantastic. And I think we're seeing the results and ultimately, the biggest thing I think was how is Zunino's bat going to to be to be this season, and how is Mejia's defensive prowess going to show up on the field? Right. I think we've all been surprisingly um, happy with what Zunino has done with the power and Mejia's bat, and has been incredible. But the defense hasn't been glaringly bad. Right. Honestly, I think he's done a pretty good job behind the plate. So. If for me, it's, it has to be the catching tandem. Yeah. And he's, I mean, really showed good athleticism for the, for the position and he's not really striking out very much, which is a rarity for, I mean, Mm -hmm. Rays catchers and for the team as a whole, because uh, the Rays are second in all of baseball in strikeouts behind the Texas Rangers. No bueno. I think it's like a 31% strikeout rate as a team, which is unbelievable. Mejia as of right now is at 15.9% 15.9% also hitting the ball hard, smacking it all over the field. And again, I think his production and his ability to uh, work in multiple facets kind of also alleviates and takes the pressure off of Mike Zanino. I think if you can get it to where they're both, you know, by the end of it are, are pretty much even keeled in terms of game action. I, that's the idea is, is to keep Zanino and Mejia equally rested and so forth with that. So you just hope that, both are able to stay healthy for most of the season. Worst comes to worst. I mean, if you have to, in a pinch, call up Kevin Smith, I don't think that's the absolute worst thing in the world either. So there at least is a little bit of depth there going on as well, which is a good sign. Um, Okay. My guy. Yeah. Yeah. My guy. uh, I'll let you take a guess. Uh, He is a pitcher. I've actually got two guys listed here because I didn't know if (laughs) you would try to swipe or steal one like Uh Kevin Kiermeyer over here. Yeah. But uh, who do you think it is? Or if you can name one of these two guys, I'll put it like that. I think you're going to go with uh, Tyler Glass now because he exceeded expectations. He, we knew he was going to be good, but did we all know that Tyler Glass now was going to be this good? He's definitely a candidate and nobody has really thought of him. He is actually not on my list here, but he was under heavy, heavy consideration because you hear in the off season about, oh, I'm learning a new pitch. I, right. I'm in the greatest shape of my life. And it turns out he's just the same old player. But no, this is legitimately a thing. It's, it's going to continue to hold up that slider, that slutter, whatever you want to call it, of his. But, um, man, I, I cannot choose between these two. You know what? I'll, I'll name both of them. What the hell? Uh, one is Andrew Kittredge. Andrew Kittredge. And the second again. one? Uh, the second one is Luis Patino. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, Patino first. Again, I thought, I did not think he would get the call this early. I thought it would be later on in the season, given Mm -hmm. he really hadn't played above a ball. He struggled last season in his major league stint with the Padres. He's just 21. Uh, I thought there were going to be issues with command control walking guys. We haven't really seen that as of late. I mean, he's really been, I mean, it's funny because Shane McClanahan kind of overshadowed Patino and has kind of overshadowed the call up and so much talk about Brent Honeywell as well, but Patino's kind of slipped in and, and quietly done a terrific, terrific job. Now, something to watch down the line, of course, is 
can he continue to pitch like this without walking guys? And how does his developing changeup work against lefties? That's a big thing. But Kittredge, I mean, again, I don't think we we heard the news of him signing a minor league deal, but I don't know if we really ever thought that he would get like a shot or be as good or as productive as he's been. It, it was just like, Oh yeah, the, the Rays brought him back on a minor league deal. I'll probably start in AAA, And you know, if they really get desperate, they'll, they'll call him up and go from there. But happenstance goes Fairbanks goes down. Anderson goes down. Well, I mean, Kittredge made the team right off the bat out of spring training opening day roster. And what he's done this year, one five four ERA, 0.77 whip, eight strikeouts in 11 and two thirds innings. Uh, what he's doing is pitching not only in a high leverage role, but he's also pitching whenever and wherever asked of him. He's pitched in every single possible inning this year. Inning one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Doesn't matter. It's- he will be thrown into it. And one thing that he's doing this year as compared to previous years, I know the strikeout rate isn't as high as it's been in the past, but he's allowing a lot fewer line drives, uh, more ground balls, pop-ups, things of that nature. And I think that's a very good argument that you've made for both of them. But if I, I'm going to press you like you press me at times, pick one. Okay. Okay. Don't give me the politician's answer. Kittredge or Patino. Give it to me. Uh, I'll go with Patino. I'll go with Patino just because we did see flashes from Kittredge last year and he is a veteran, but I'll go with Patino. I I, I thought you were going to go with Kittredge because honestly, I think this question has that which player has most exceeded your expectations. Where were the expectations for Patino and Kittredge? I think everybody knew that Patino had such a high ceiling because of the stuff and, and there were flashes about it, right. of it, maybe not so early. But with Kittredge, I mean, Kittredge before this, this year was a notch or two better than Austin Pruitt a notch or two better than Trevor Richards. So the expectations were lower. And what he has done is become the second most trusted reliever in, in Cassius bullpen in that stable. Uh, So I I would have to go with Kittridge between those two guys, because I don't know where the bullpen would be, where the Rays record would be if Kittridge hadn't performed in 2021, like he has, it has been a joy to watch uh kit perform like that and uh no i I would have to go with kit man the the expectations were definitely not there i think he's definitely exceeded those so good picks by you well let me put it like this i didn't expect patino to be in the big leagues within the first month of the season so just by happenstance there he's very much exceeded my expectations whereas you know reliever can get hot for a couple weeks and you know, hopefully Kittredge is able to hold this thing up. And we've also seen the history of the Rays with relievers. I know Kittredge has been with the Rays organization for a while now. Um, but again, I mean, two really good, you, you really can't have a wrong answer about either of those guys. Meanwhile, you know, Patino's counterpart, Blake Snell, he's over here, uh, you know, complaining about his MLB, the show rating, you know, he, he's doing all this nonsense. Like, uh, oh my he's made gosh. his money though. He, he, he has his money. Like yeah. it, it's cool. You know, in a Whatever. sense, I wish Blake Snell was still on the team so I could trash him for this type of nonsense. <laughs> That's all I wish there. Now it, it's, it, uh, I'll tell you Pena's, uh, Javier, uh, Javier's job with the locked on Padres podcast. Yeah. I, I will, I will tell you that, you know, it, it is funny, but that's exactly what, what MLB needs. MLB needs more guys like Blake Snell to be 
so uh, exuberant and, and put themselves out there and, 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 and kind of make it fun. I, and I think, you know, he's right. pointing fun at it, uh, but yeah, um, that was a funny video for sure. Ah, Blake Snell, how we miss you. Did he have a Chipotle uh, burrito bowl and a Starbucks in both hands while he was doing that video? It was, it was, it was off, uh, off camera, but yes, okay. I'm sure that there was a, a, a burrito on, on site. He didn't drop a controller on his foot or, you know, sprain his ankle in the shower or anything, did he? Or I, I don't, I don't think else? so. Not, not this year. Okay. Not this year. Yeah. Very good. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information, so much that you can access on your laptop or mobile device on Bet Online. So again, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Ulysses, we got a lot of comments on which Rays player has most exceeded expectations through the first month of the season. Uh, Jake Stokes says, Joey Wendell has been killing it. Tyler Glass now has been mowing people down, but Kevin Kiermeyer has been hitting the ball well and still the best defensive center fielder in the game. Minus the incident that shall not be spoken of. He's had a great first <laughs> month. I don't disagree with that. I'll say this about Joey Wendell though. Um, we we kind of like, we've been harping on how much we appreciate Joey Wendell. And I don't yes. know if we expected him, you know, through the first month before he's cooled off a little bit that he was, you know, batting at a 350 clip, but we know that he's capable of being a, a 300, 290 hitter and smacking the ball all over the place. So, and, and playing great, just being a great all around player there. Yeah. It, it's again, it, it's where uh, I come into the, the last segment is where were your expectations for that player exceeded expectations. So if you saw Joey Wendell during 2018, you know that he can be that kind of guy. And I think he's showing that once again in this season. Uh, Jack Huncho says, I think we saw a glimpse of what Margot can bring to the table last postseason, but he has been one of the few consistent contributors along with being the best defensive player in baseball, according to outs above average, Manny Margot, you know, Manny Margot, I swear he's got to be, he's right up there with Wendell as one of the more underrated players that doesn't get talked about. I think, you know, when it's all said and yes. done, he's still a very young guy as well. You know, a decade from now, we'll be, we'll look back and see <laughs> This guy was a 30, 40 war player, man. He had a really, really good career and he's got more pop than people think in his bat. I yes. mean, we saw what he did in the postseason, and then, I mean, he'll turn on a changeup uh, if it's, if it's lifted up there. So I think he's, he's definitely enough. Again, I mean, if the Rays at some point have to, or will part with Kevin Kiermeyer, um, I, I know Kiermeyer's a step ahead of everybody defensively, but I wouldn't be totally, I wouldn't totally hate the move of Manny Margot being out there on the regular and, and just the way he also hits the ball. He takes what's given to him. will hit the ball the other way. I mean, he seemingly plays hard 
all the time that he's out there. I'd, I'd really like Manny Margot there. Doesn't have a glaringly big flaw in his game. I think he's a step below Kiermaier uh, and, and w- with the glove, but he can play a right, center, and left, you know, above average. And 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 like you said, with, with the bat, he doesn't have a weak bat. Let's remember, the fourth outfielder that the race had in 2019 was Guillermo Heredia, okay? Now yeah. compare Guillermo Heredia to Manu- uh, Manuel Margot. It's yeah. lights above beyond. So no, I think it it would uh, even if you platoon him uh, with with Brett Phillips when, when and if Kevin Kiermaier goes, I don't think a lot of race fans. Yeah, we would miss Kevin Kiermaier, but the production value of that platoon Margot Phillips would be quite interesting. Ready as replacement as replacement level gets. As far as that's concerned, I wasn't the biggest fan of Guillermo Heredia. I liked him as a person and he was a fun player in the clubhouse right. and so forth, but I didn't think he really brought all that much to the table. Margot, definitely a more complete player in that sense. I guess, man, thinking back on it, Margot was acquired in the Pagan deal, correct? Correct. It was him and was it anybody else or just. Margot. I'm blanking right now, but I think it was just a straight shot Pagan for Margot. Yeah. Well, I think the the Rays, I mean, have won out and, and that's turned out to be a plus for them for sure. Uh, Rich Perk says the catcher spot as a whole, hope Zanino and Mejia can keep this going. Uh, Chris uh, Godwinston on Twitter also says Mike Zanino outside of his pass balls. He's got more home runs already this year than he had in 60 games last year. Okay, Ulysses, Mike Zanino, home runs this year. Does he get to 20? No, no, no. Does he get to 15? Maybe. Split Maybe. the difference. Can he get to 18? No, I think 15 okay. is, a good, is a good bar, yeah. Yeah, the other thing too, again, if they're going to continue to split playing time, yeah. You know, maybe if Zanino had 130 games and 500 at-bats maybe. under his belt, he would absolutely yeah. be able to do that. But you wonder uh, what's going to happen with that. Uh, Matt Germain says Shane McClanahan. Yes, it's only been one outing now, two outings though. Uh, but it's the one outing where I felt the entire season had shifted to a new level. Rays now have the best pitching duo in the AL as a result. And it'll be fun to see how he works uh, versus Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Um, best pitching duo in the AL. So him at Glass now and McClanahan are the best pitching duo in the AL. I'd have to think about that Ooh. one. I think, I think that might be a little premature until McClanahan, until they roll him out for seven innings. Until he can prove that that until he let's, let's, actually like gets a quality start, I think let's let's hold our let's jets talk about maybe that a in, little uh, bit on that June one. June of twenty twenty two. I need. To, I, I, I I'm. Let's not be too reactionary, but I mean, yeah. I, the talent is definitely there to be the best pitching duo. That yeah. there's no question about it. But I I want to see it uh, for a while. Maybe in the American League East, although you know Ryu and Robbie Ray are. I mean, at least this season, Mats and Robbie Ray, whatever it may be. Yeah, but stuff-wise. I think what he means is stuff-wise. Oh, I think Maybe, stuff. Uh, yeah, I okay. But, I mean, he says best pitching duo in the AL. I mean, that that tells me that those are – he didn't big, say best those stuff. Are big, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely yeah. two of the more exciting ones. Look, I'm not going to get boiled down over semantics 
here. I think, you know, <laughs> in time, right. absolutely, there's the potential to be able to do that. Uh, Anthony says Mejia has been really impressive. And then Kevin Neary says agree uh, with everyone else on Mejia, but also have been pleasantly surprised by Hill, maybe because I had really low expectations. Hmm. Hill's been pretty hit and miss. And I know his, his numbers don't look too hot right now. Maybe lately, maybe the last couple outings, I guess. I don't know. Maybe you didn't expect Hill to pitch any innings. have been good, but yeah. Um, Kevin, I, I, I'm, I'm going to need to see a, a 500 word essay here on, yeah. uh, on, on this one. Cause, uh, the first four outings were pretty awful by Rich Hill and uh, at least result wise. And you can tell me in, in your Neil Solon's impersonation that, you know, just, just, just <laughs> four bat- batters really got to him and then everything was fine. But um, yeah, no, I, I kind of disagree with this take, but I, uh, Kevin, thank you for, for giving us your uh, opinion here. Again, maybe it was one of those things where Kevin thought that Hill would like pitch three innings and his arm would blow out and he'd be done. <laughs> maybe, so maybe, maybe that's, I, I guess his expectations were really, really low, really low. <laughs> we'll yeah. Put it there. Okay. Uh, it'll be Shohei Otani. He will be getting an opportunity to pitch tonight against the Rays. I'm actually a little bit confident that the Rays can at least get through this. Uh, Otani has shown he hasn't really been able to go very deep this year. And maybe the angels are a little bit more cautious with him, given that he is, uh, has been pushed back and set back after that injury by the hit by pitch. And uh, again, just, I think it's one of those things worth the count. He's shown that he's, he's been walking guys this year and don't let him, don't allow him to get into a rhythm, get to that bullpen and and try to get another W here. A hundred percent get to that bullpen. If he's in, he's never finished more than five innings, like we said uh, on Monday. So keep, keep the pitch count, be patient at the plate. And I think good things can happen if you get into that angels bullpen Uh, and on, and again, put the ball in play. Put the ball in play. It's easier said than done, but we all watch that defense. Make contact. Don't just go for the fences. It doesn't matter. If you put it a ground out to short, could lead to a double, people. It could lead to a double. That is true. Okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.